Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Beat the House with your host here, Justin Everett. Episode 86 to close out the week for Friday. And got another great show to get out to you guys here. Um, all star, uh, all star reserves for the NBA in the East and West was announced last night and had a few first time all stars and some, some obviously some guys that, you know, were snubbed, uh, some guys that um that made the team that I think that shouldn't uh over some other guys that should have so I'll be sharing some thoughts and insights on that real briefly and also going to recap you know the NBA Thursday night action as well as get into the best bet for Friday night uh have a 10 a 10 game card for Friday night and, and found a, a best bet you know out of that one uh and then also you know uh Super Bowl Super Bowl f- uh, 58 picks um Picks that I will be on, you know, I'll be uh, talking about here on the Friday show. Um, haven't bet them yet. Um, a few of them haven't, a few of them haven't been, you know, uh, released at Circa, but, you know, I'll be shopping around, you know, other, you know, other apps and uh, other places here out in Vegas, uh, to get down on the better numbers, but I'll be sharing, you know, my Super Bowl picks, you know, with you guys. Uh, got a, a uh, chance to handicap the game and, you know, I'm going to share, you know, how I think the game will go, you know, as far as the game script. So, um, a fun show, um, to get out to you guys and, you know, with the Super Bowl picks as well as the NBA Friday best bet. Uh, but before we do, you know, just head over to Apple, Spotify, do me a quick favor, drop a rate and review, uh, subscribe to the show. Uh, we closed out the month of January, you know, very profitable going 23, 14 and one, uh, with all the picks here, uh, giving out for free, you know, whether it be on the show or on my, you know, action network page, you can follow that on Twitter as well. Um, smooth underscore, you know, 702, uh, finished, you know, month of January at, you know, 62%, uh, or it was at 60%, you know, just for the NBA, um, overall and at 64% in the NBA, um, in the month of January. So let's look to keep it going. Uh, February, let's, you know, start off on a, on a, on a good note here. Uh, you know, as February just started up. So with that being said, you know, let's jump right into the show and let's talk about the all-star, uh, reserves for the NBA that was announced, you know, uh, yesterday on TNT. A couple of first time, you know, all-stars. I was pretty excited to see there. Uh, Jalen Brunson, you know, for the New York Knicks. Um, Got to, you know, as well as he's been playing ever since he's been with New York, you got to, you know, think that, you know, the Dallas Mavs kind of dropped the ball with him. Um, I guess they were like playing their, playing their cards as, you know, he wasn't expected to make a lot of money in free agency, but going into his free agency summer, you know, his last year with the Mavs, you know, he outplayed, you know, whatever projected number. Um, that the Mavs were, you know, looking to pay him. And, you know, the Knicks came in and got an all-star. You know, he should probably be a second-time all-star dating back to, you know, how well he played last year. He got snubbed, but he was a for sure, um, for sure all-star named, you know, uh, this year. And he's, lately he's just been on the tear. You know, last night, you know, he dropped 40 points, getting the win um, over the Pacers, um, you know, the night that he was announced as an all-star. Uh, another first time all-star, I really like, you know, um, you know, watching this, watching this kid play, uh, Paulo Bencaro for the Magic. Uh, I remember the first time I seen him play out here going back 
to his college days at Duke, you know, when he played out here in Vegas uh, against Gonzaga. Uh, and I said, and I said to myself, you know, that kid is going to be, you know, a top draft pick. You know, he had the game. You know, he's he's a big kid. I think he's like six ten or six eleven. Can handle the ball, shoot, strong. Um, and you know, he's just getting better every year. You know, it's only his second year. You know, with the Magic. You know, he's been the All Star. He's also, you know, you know, winning games. Uh, they're on the on the pace of being a, a playoff team. Uh, the Magic. They got some pretty, you know, good young core players and friends. Wagner. Um, he's their other, you know, a top scorer for the Magic. But I think Paolo Mancara not only is, you know, one of the best, you know, the best player on the Magic, but he has a chance to be one of the best players, you know, in the league, you know, over the next, you know, handful of years or so here. Um, you know, he reminds me of a, of some type of a hybrid mix between the Carmelo Anthony and the LeBron James, uh, just with his uh, size, his athleticism, how tough he plays, how physical he plays. And, you know, he's improving his, uh, his jumper and his, uh, his, uh, shot off the dribble, you know, every year. So, uh, hopefully he continues to grow and become, you know, uh, the, the type of player he wants to be because I think that he has a real, a real shot of being that. So it's fun to see him, you know, uh, make uh, the all-star game his second year. And also one of my favorite players to watch, you know, favorite young players to watch, Anthony Edwards. He was named as in, uh, like an all-star, uh, like replacement player last year. So he re- really didn't count, you know, making the all-star game last year because he was named as a replacement and not officially named, you know, as a, you know, a ha- having his name called, you know, as a starter or, or a reserve. But this year he definitely is a shoe in as an all-star with the numbers and the jump that he's, you know, uh, you know, made this year for the T-Wolves. Um, and it started, you know, going back to, you know, their last postseason run in the first round against the Nuggets. Uh, he became, you know, their go-to scorer and their number one option, uh, over Carl, Carl Anthony Towns, um, who also made it. But, you know, Anthony Edwards has become, you know, the franchise player with his ability to, to score as well as, you know, taking on the defense assignment. I know, um, uh, McDaniels, you know, he, uh, typically cards the other teams, you know, best, um, you know, perimeter player, but, you know, Anthony Edwards has taken on that challenge, um, you know, towards the end of last year and it's carried over, you know, into this year as well. And, you know, he's a, he's a huge, he's a huge reason why they have the number one defense in, uh, in the NBA, but he's also uh, a big reason why they're the number one seed, you know, out West and, you know, could legitimately, you know, make some noise, you know, in the playoffs this year with the jump in his game from an offensive standpoint. So, uh, happy to see, you know, him in the game as well as, you know, this player here, you know, Tyrese Maxey. Um, you know, he obviously benefited from, uh, the trade, you know, that sent James Harden to the Clippers. You know, he went from averaging, you know, I think, you know, 15 to 17 points a game last year to, you know, 26, 27 points a game this year at a very efficient rate. Uh, and even going back to last night, he dropped a, a career high, you know, 51 points against the, uh, against the Jazz to end, you know, they're losing woes there as, uh, Joel and B, you know, missed that game. And I'll be talking about him a little bit later on, but, uh, another young and exciting, you know, fun player to watch that I think is going to bring a lot of, you know, energy, you know, to the all-star game, you know, as the, uh, the all-star format goes back to East versus West. So, um, very, you know, um, excited to see those young players as well as some other, you know, veteran players make it like, uh, 
Paul George, um, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard of the Clippers. Uh, wasn't mad about, you know, the T-Wolves, you know, getting two players with Carl Anthony Towns, um, you know, named to the all-star team as well. Uh, also the Knicks getting two players, um, uh, with Jalen Brunson and uh, Julius Randle, who will more than likely probably miss the game, you know, as he, you know, as he's dealing with an injury to a separated shoulder, uh, with recovering and stuff like that. So we'll see who's, uh, who's named to the all-star team out of the East to kind of replace him. But uh, some some all-star snubs that I thought should have made the team um, from the Sacramento Kings, either De'Aaron Fox or DeMontis Sabonis, I thought should have made it. When you look where this team sits, you know, they sit fifth in the West. And, you know, last year they both made it. And they were uh, they were a three seed. Um, so they were out, out of the playing spot. So I think that at least one of those guys should have made it. Um, and, you know, the person that I thought shouldn't have made it, even though he's having a, a really great year, is uh, Anthony Davis. Um, when you look at the Lakers, you know, they're having another disappointing year. Um, they got the win, you know, last night against the Celtics with Anthony Davis and LeBron James being out. But when you look at the totality of their year, you know, they're, you know, ninth, uh, sitting in the ninth spot out west. Um, and LeBron James has already been named a, an all-star starter. So I think, you know, the uh, committee kind of set a, a precipice to where, you know, teams that, you know, got, you know, two all-stars in the game um, or either, you know, a, a top four or better seed, you know, in their in their respective conference. When you look at the teams like the Clippers, you know, they sit at the third seed. They got two players in. The, uh, the T-Wolves sit at the first seed. They got two players in. Celtics. They sit at the top seed. They got two players in. Um, the Knicks, you know, sit at the third seed, and they got two players in. So we look at the Lakers, you know, they sit at the ninth seed, and they got two players in. So I wouldn't put, you know, the Lakers in any one of those, you know, categories with those top teams that are deserving of at least two All-Stars, and you can't really put any, give any pushback, um, you know, with those, you know, top-seeded teams getting two All-Stars because they've been playing great all year long. When you look at the Lakers, they haven't. Um, so I, I would have taken, you know, either De'Aaron Fox or DeMontis Sabonis, you know, over uh, Anthony Davis, but that's just me. Um, you know, Laker fans will, you know, say, you know, Anthony, Anthony Davis deserves to be in there and, you know, looking at his individual numbers. Yeah. But, you know, just given where the, where the state of the Lakers are right now, you know, to, to me, you know, you can't have two, two, you know, players from a team, you know, that since, since at the, uh, the ninth seed where they've, you know, uh, uh, so far this year, failed to meet expectations. And uh, look at a, a team like the Hawks with Trey Young. You know, he's having even a better year than uh, Anthony Davis, um, you know, second in the league in assists, averaging 27 points a game. Um, but they sit, you know, uh, the 10th or 11th spot out east, and he didn't make it out east. So uh, if you're not going to put Trey Young in, you know, I wouldn't put, you know, Anthony Davis in. But, um, that's just me. Uh, moving along to, you know, recap some of the action that took place, um, you know, last night. Um, before the games got started, it was a light card, uh, last night with only four games going. But before those games got going, uh, there was some big injury news. It wasn't too much of a, sh a shocker seeing how, um, you know, he exited their game, you know, Wednesday against the Warriors, but, you know, Joel and B, 
he's going to miss some time here. Uh, it was he was diagnosed with a, a torn meniscus. Uh, I think it was his left knee. I think that's the knee that he's been, uh, you know, dealing with. That he's you know missed some games going back to last weekend. Um, and the the Sixers also uh, were fined with their uh, way that they handled the the injury, you know, to Joel Embiid. Uh, going back to last Saturday when they were, you know, playing the Nuggets. But he comes back, uh, obviously, you know, already stated that he looked like he rushed his way of coming back and ends up, you know, getting his knee fell on and, and a torn meniscus there. So uh, Sixers have been in a little bit of a struggle here. Now they got the win last night, you know, 127-124 over the, over the Jazz. It's four-and-a-half-point road dogs. Um, you know, but, you know, they've been sliding a little bit here. Uh, I think they're down all the way to fifth. They were as high as third about a week and a half ago. And they also have some more players that are, you know, currently out of their rotation right now due to injury. When you're looking at DeAnthony Melton, uh, Robert Covington, um, who are, um, you know, DeAnthony Melton is a starter for them in the backcourt. Um, you know, Nick, Nick Batum has missed some time as well. So, uh, this is a team that has to get healthy, you know, to, you know, have some type of serious, you know, a uh, playoff run. Uh, maybe they'll be, you know, looking to try to do something at the trade deadline. Uh, they do have the assets to do it, you know, from that, you know, James Harden trade, but we'll see. Uh, but moving along, I already mentioned, you know, the Jalen Brunson, you know, last night going for 41. He did it in a win, um, with the Knicks, uh, closing as a one and a half point favorites. They beat the Pacers 109-105. They extend their win streak and cover streak. And uh, this Knicks team is just uh, playing some great basketball right now as the All-Star uh, and trade deadline is uh, is approaching here. So uh, they were without OG and Anobi and uh, Quentin Grimes as well as already, you know, being without Julius Randle. And they got a, a win against a really, you know, tough and competitive uh, Pacers team. I think they had as much as a 13 or 15 point lead in that game. So that was a good win for them. I already mentioned the Lakers, you know, getting the win against the Celtics. Uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis were late scratches. Uh, they closed as 15 and a 15 and a half point underdogs. And, uh, they get the win 114, 105 led by Austin Reeves, who had a 30 point night. Uh, D'Angelo Russell goes for 16 points, eight rebounds, 14 assists. Uh, Rui Hachimura also played a good game as well. So that was just a case of the Celtics underestimating the Lakers without their better, uh, their better players, you know, sitting out. Um, and, you know, they mentioned this on TNT with, uh, Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal that, uh, you really can't, you know, disrespect your opponent because, you know, uh, you come out and disrespect the game, disrespect your opponent. You know, you can come out and get beat by anybody. And that's what happened with the Celtics, you know, last night. So, uh, we look to see. If there'll be a, a interesting, you know, uh, play on, you know, in their next game, as pretty sure that locker room was pretty pissed off, you know, losing to losing to a, a, a rivalry team in the Lakers without, you know, LeBron James and Anthony Davis on their home floor. So uh, that was something that stood out. I already mentioned the Sixers getting the win there over the Jazz as four and a half point, you know, road favorites, one twenty seven, one twenty four, led by Tyrese Maxey, uh, naming his first time All Star. So. Now let's wrap up, you know, the Thursday action, quickly move over to the Friday card. Uh, Ten games going, not going to get into all of them, uh, but just going to get into the best bet here. 
And I'm going with the Wizards at uh, getting eight and a half points over the Heat. Uh, Washington is coming into this matchup two and three straight up and against the spread over their last five games. Uh, they also they're coming off of a, a 16 point loss at home to the Clippers, and they get to take on a lesser opponent here in the Miami Heat. Uh, so I'm expecting a, a better um, a better effort, you know, from the Wizards on their home floor, uh, Miami. Uh, they ended their losing streak in their last game over the Kings, uh, but they're just one and four straight up and against the spread over their last five games. Um, like I mentioned, they're coming off a win there against the Kings, but, uh, the Kings, you know, they missed a lot of wide open threes and they were coming in that game over shooting, um, ab- above league average from three at uh, 38%. Uh, they were, and they only shot 30% from three. So, um, and Miami, on the other hand, you know, they were coming into their last game as, you know, the worst offense in the league over their last five games. And they shot 50% from the field and 46% from three. So I'm expecting some negative regression from Miami going up against a Wizards team on their home floor, who's been a little bit better defensively over their last five games. So, you know, I'm looking for the Wizards to, uh, you know, stay within this number here. You know, my projected number is still getting, still, you know, the heat getting the win, but by only 2.37 points. Uh, Jordan Poole, uh, the big, um, free, uh, the big offseason acquisition hasn't been having a great year in Washington. Uh, he's listed as questionable in this game uh, due to an illness. Wizards also have a couple other guys questionable in, uh, Marvin Bagley and Landry Shamit. But, you know, I like the Wizards side. Uh, either way, you know, with, uh, if those three guys play or not, they may get, you know, they may all three be in the lineup, may get two of them, may get one of them. Maybe none of them, but, uh, you know, I, I still like the Wizards here. I'm more so looking at, uh, Kyle Kuzma, um, to lead the way offensively, you know, with some, uh, the other guys like Denny Ade. He's been playing pretty well. And, uh, Tyus Jones, who's a, a better, you know, been having a better year than, uh, than, uh, Jordan Poole from an efficiency standpoint. So I'm on the Wizards plus eight and a half to stay well within his numbers, stay competitive and give a better effort on their home floor as they lost by 16 points to a much better team in the Clippers in their last night out. So uh, that'll wrap up the NBA action for me. Um, let's quickly move over to the Super Bowl bets you know, that I've uh, been working on, you know, this week here. And, you know, I'm going to be on the 49ers on the money line, currently uh, minus 131. Um, you know, my projected number for, uh, for this game was a 49ers minus 3.52. Uh, I have the winning by as high as, you know, 8.2, but I'm just going to play the money line as it's less than three points. Uh, seems like the, uh, public is all over the Chiefs here. Line opened up at, you know, two and a half and was bet all the way down to one and a half, but there was some buyback on the 49ers up to two and it looks like it's going to stay there for a minute there. So. I like the 49ers here. I think they're the better team. They've been the better team all year. The Chiefs, uh, give credit to the Chiefs for making a run, um, you know, uh, you know, to the Super Bowl, but they've, you know, struggled offensively, you know, from more so from their skill position players dropping a lot of passes. Uh, but I just think that, you know, both, I think that both defenses will have the edges over the offenses. Um, but I think that the 49ers, uh, rushing attack led by, uh, Christian McCaffrey, We'll have the slight edge over the Chiefs uh, rush defense. Uh, Kansas City currently, you know, ranks 
27th in uh, rush, uh, uh, rushing defense in DVOA. And in the passing game, you know, they ranked 21st in defending running backs against the pass. So, no, I think that this will be a, a Christian McCaffrey game. So I'm looking at Brock Purdy. Um, another, you know, some player props I'm looking at, you know, Brock Purdy under, uh, 245 and a half passing yards. Um, you know, we saw how, uh, conservative Kyle Shanahan was to start the game off, but when he was put in position, um, you know, to kind of, you know, put the ball in Brock Purdy hands a little bit more in the second half, uh, uh, Brock Purdy, you know, showed that he was able to, you know, make plays and, and put it, put the team on the back, on his back offensively and win the game there. I think this will be a, a little bit of a different script as it'll be going up against a, a much tougher, uh, secondary in the Chiefs, uh, but a much weaker, um, you know, uh, Russian defense, um, in the Chiefs. So I think this is going to be a CMC game. You know, I'm on, you know, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Russia Timps over 18 and 18 and a half minus 122. You know, I've been projected to get over 20 rush, uh, over 20 rush attempts. I'm also on, you know, CMC, you know, over 89 and a half rushing yards at minus 117. I haven't projected to go over a hundred yards rushing. And I'm also on CMC over 128 and a half, you know, rushing plus passing yards minus 115. I haven't projected to go, um, uh, you know, I haven't projected to go, um, you know, 135.74, you know, rushing plus receiving yards. And I'm also looking to play CMC MV for MVP at plus 475. So I'm all over CMC, uh, CMC's player props as well as Brock Purdy, you know, under passing yards, 245 and a half, and the, the 49ers just to win the game outright, um, laying the money line at minus 131. So those will be the my, uh, you know, best bets that I'm going to lock in here for the Super Bowl. And, you know, um, you guys could, uh, you know, look to, you know, follow me. I don't think that a lot of people here um, – that are getting down on the Super Bowl are, you know, looking to, you know, back the 49ers. So biggest game of the year, most popular sport, you know, of the major sports. We're fading the public here uh, and going with the 49ers, CMC MVP and CMC player prop. So with that being said, wish you guys best of luck. Uh, let's go for the Wizards tonight and I will catch up with you on Monday next week.